Welcome to Between Sundays. I'm Tyler. And we are setting our sights on the realities of heaven. That's something to froneo. Today, we're taking out the garbage of our digital lives. But before we think towards knowing ourselves and knowing our enemies, now that they've put on their new nature, let's welcome in our favorite influencers, Marin and Barry. Good day, guys. Good day. Good day. I did not know what you were saying until... Froneo. Is that how you pronounce it? Who knows? Nobody speaks ancient Greek anymore. (laughs) That's probably correct. Guys, what's new? What's going on? How you guys doing? Howdy. We got one show under our belts. You do. Yeah, we're pros. And a totally new uh, setup today. Yeah, we're learning a lot, guys. (laughs) We uh, did one show and it's just like, what can we learn? What can we do different? So we turned down the lights a little bit. Lights down. Flipped everything about 90 degrees. Yep. Got another camera for the wide shot. I was like, we we got to get something where everybody can see <laughs> everybody. Everybody. Yeah. So yeah, here we are. Hey, yeah. One show under our belts. Did you guys uh, so, watch it? Marin can't find it. <laughs> no, I told you I can, I can find it. Virtual I can reality. Find it. I can find it on my phone. No problem. Yeah. I cannot find it on my computer when I go to youtube.com. Cannot find it. <laughs> what do you search after that? Or do you go to Grace's page? I go to Grace's YouTube and you can't page. Find it. She and goes I'm to google.com and puts in Grace Church YouTube <laughs> podcast. Oh, man. Dot com. We're going Amish. <laughs> We're going Amish. Uh, I had a couple people tell me, like young ish people tell me that now that it's on YouTube, they can listen yes. to us. And I'm oh. like, they can but you to could have to always yeah. listened to us. <laughs> no. no, the fact that it's video, now they can One yeah. of those is my son. Last so night, he's, he's like, I think I'm going to start watching. All right. He's like, son, no. Jane, welcome so to the pod. You can't. And he, he was like, mom, we go to the same church, okay? That's I right. should be he able said, to mom, watch. mom, we are the Gaffrens and we worship <laughs> together. So if you're watching, <laughs> son, like your welcome. <laughs> and I apologize for in a new friend of the pod, Jaden Gaffron. Welcome. Probably should have been a friend of the pod many years No, he's way too young. Yeah, Too young. All right. Well, um, all right. So what's new guys? It's been a week. What it, kind of week has it been for you? It's fine. It's cold. cold. Yeah. Everybody, everybody cold week. everybody's asking me, how are the animals doing? So <laughs> <I> was, <laughs> that's about how they're doing. Yeah. Uh, they're fine. Yeah, what happens? Like it's not, you can't, they can't walk into a heated, you know, your Do barn's you put not heated. Additional heaters? So, yeah. We've got some, we've got some additional heat for them and the piggies have a ton of extra blankets and they all just curl up under the blankets and let each other's body heat warm them up and they're fine. Um, the chickens would probably be completely fine, even down to like negative a gajillion. Cause they're, they just, they survived before electricity. They're fine now, but we do give them a little bit of extra heat. And one of our girls was, uh, was sunbathing under one of the heat lamps, the way that she does like in the hey. summer. I was like, that's amazing. So they're <laughs> so all what fine. Is, what, is, what is it? People can see you. What does oh, it look like well, to sunbathe for a chicken? So they, when, like when <laughs> they're out in the sun, they will, they will like lay on their sides a little bit yeah. and then they will spread their wings out like, like, <laughs> like this. And, and she was doing that under the heat lamp. And, God like, rules. God rules indeed. Do they do what I've seen like the robins will do where they puff themselves up really oh, big? Oh yeah. They're the all cold. walking around like giant puff balls right now. Yes. <laughs> wow. Okay, so and so that's the chickens. The the piggies need like some serious blankets. Yeah, and they've they they all are very particular. The pigs are in how they make yeah. their beds. So we gave them. A, people have been donating blankets because we launched our you mm-hmm. know our mm-hmm. thing and uh, the the sanctuary. So sanctuary. people were giving us blankets for them, and so we were we'd give them a big pile of blankets, and then they would take them and drag them over to their beds and put them just so how they want them. And sometimes they'll rip them up so they can add little little bits to different places. Yeah. It's hilarious. And <laughs> yeah. they've got these like literally probably, 
probably like three foot high mounds that they use as their giant yeah. like nest. So. Nest, a Sweet. pig nest. Yep. So everybody's staying warm at your They're place. Right. Marin, what about fine. you guys? How are all the adults <laughs> temperatures in the house right now? Uh, we're toasty. I like my house at about 72. Whoa. Is that bad? Is that what bad? about, yeah. So like what, what I was going to ask that. Is that well, what I know. I almost didn't say it. <laughs> Just kidding. Like it, Sorry. Does, it are all, is everybody in agreement at your house in terms of what the temperature should be? Oh goodness. No. Okay. <laughs> Who gets to decide? Mary, there's does. four adults. At, Who gets to decide? Okay. Literally at the end of the day, I get to decide, but like during the day when no one's home, yeah. Jed gets to decide. And mm. so the house is like, when Jed's by himself, he gets to decide. Huh? When Jed's by himself. When he, literally he can no one is home. <laughs> he can All I know is that today we had our, our lead team meeting and Marin was wrapped in many layers. She had oh, blankets and coats so on. Cold. Yeah. She, so cold. It was, it was a new level of like bundling up <laughs> and the room was 70 degrees and Marin's no, got a sweatshirt no. on. She's got long sleeves. She's got slippers with fuzzy, like the, the they thick are slippers. Not slippers. But then was oh. it an electric blanket? These are shoes. But look, it's got the fuzzy. These it's got the fuzzy stuff on it. Our proper Dr. Scholl's oh, orthopedic warm shoes. Not that. They are not slippers. Okay, I'm tired so it's of you got, saying they're slippers. They're house shoes. <laughs> they are not house shoes. <laughs> uh, she's got that on. And then she's got a whole like wool blanket. Yeah. And then she had her winter coat on. It was cold. Yeah. So <laughs> we got we to gotta increase the, uh, what are they? What is it? The... Uh, Get the blood to our fingers. <laughs> blood to our fingers. Yeah, right. Uh, I've yeah. been taking iron pills. I'm doing everything I can. Do what you got to do. I'm just, yeah. a, I'm just a cold-hearted person. Tyler, do, okay. the, do the boys get it? Like that it's actually so, so cold that they can't just go outside and run around? No, they still go outside and run around. And they, they're okay? They're yeah. not like I mean, coming back frostbitten? Yeah, they, they are, but it's like they'll go out for 15, 20 minutes at a time. I was on a trip... Um, over the weekend. And so I didn't get to experience the rapid drop in temperature oh, yeah. like you guys did, but my kids did. And the first thing that one of them told me when I got home was dad, I got really good at riding my bike. And I was like, what? first of all, it's been like 20 minutes. Like I haven't been <laughs> gone that long and you didn't know how to ride a bike before. And so he's like, yeah, I rode my bike outside. And second of all, I know that it went from like 30 degrees to minus, what was yeah. it? Minus, yeah, like minus 10? 10 or yeah. something. Yeah. yeah and minus so four. either he's lying and he just wanted to tell me something <laughs> that came across his brain or he rode his bike outside over the weekend. Wow. Yeah. yeah so there's I don't no know. way to know. I'll never know. I mean, your wife can confirm. Yeah. Yeah. She didn't go outside. <laughs> <laughs> no, she wouldn't go outside. Um, so I went out of town. I went to Florida for the Whoa. weekend. Golf trip, boys trip uh, with a longtime friend. And uh, we did this last year. And I don't want to talk about the trip necessarily, but on the way home, you know, you, you take shifts because mm -hmm. it's a 12 hour drive. Yeah. All right. Let's, there's four of us. Everybody gets three hour shift and we'll be home in no time. My shift was basically from Northern Alabama to Kentucky. So it was like three hours that's going to get us through Tennessee. No one checked the weather <laughs> to let anyone else know that there was a blizzard forecast uh -huh. in Nashville. And so a period of time that should have taken three hours took multiple hours mm. and I was the one driving. And I don't know if you guys have ever driven through a oh, yeah. snow like Many that, times. but like Extremely Many stressful. Times over. Yeah. But the South, they don't salt mm -hmm. their roads. Right. They don't have plows outside. Just shut down. It's just people doing the best they can. <laughs> and everybody's uh, got their blinkers on. Yeah. Everybody, everybody had their blinkers on. Yeah. And because well, uh, the locals have checked the weather. 
bought the toilet paper and the bread and the milk. Yeah. So they're fine. So it, I don't know. The, there were people out there and they were in ditches. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> sorry, they were you. Hilarious. No, the people that were on the road were people like you driving yeah. back from sunny Florida. Yeah. yeah. So, um, hang on. I got, I got something for that. Oh, here, let's hear it. Idiots. <laughs> That's the, new I one. was hoping you would grab that one. Yeah. Every once in a while you give us a soundbite where I'm like, Ooh, I hope you heard that. I literally I said it. Heard that. And then what went through my mind <laughs> when I said that was, Oh yeah, Tyler's going to click yeah. that. So, uh, we were all out there kind of being idiots. And, uh, <laughs> anyways, I have never, I'm not like a sweaty person. Uh-huh. I don't sweat through things. Um, I was driving someone else's car <laughs> and all of them fell asleep. <laughs> all of them. And it, you know, we woke up at five in the morning to get from Florida to Indiana. And so everybody's tired and I'm driving and I'm like white knuckling it uh, on the highway. We're probably going 16 miles an hour. Yeah, right. And, uh, I, when, by the time I got out, it was in Kentucky and I was like, uh, my shift's done. By the time I got out, my clothes were soaking wet. <laughs> <laughs> my clothes were soaking wet because I was a sweaty mess and, uh, I was just nervous, but we made it through and, uh, thank goodness so that we yeah. can do this today. So nice of them to support you by yeah. sleeping through yeah, it. Yeah. They all slept through it. Did you and feel like Jesus in the garden? Like when that's you needed exactly them the most, <laughs> you know, that's what he was they're, thinking. They're all asleep. Yeah. That's exactly how Could I felt. Could you not keep watch with me for one yeah. hour? The spirit they is said, willing, but the body is weak. He said, <laughs> they said they needed to fall asleep because they were so nervous. <laughs> that's makes sense of that. So I guess, <laughs> I, I guess, I guess it was like, I don't want to see us get in a car wreck. So I'm just going to fall asleep instead. Meanwhile, I'm watching cars veer off into the, ditch left and right. And, uh, everybody's just mouth agape <laughs> fast asleep. Oh, we're but, glad uh, you made it back. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks. You're Thanks. Welcome. Uh, Marin, what's new with you? Um, it's cold. We, we, we had a very cold nine fifteen AM service. Yeah. I heard, I heard. that was Talk about wild. That. that was pretty wild. Uh, all kinds of HVAC issues. And I, I can't even explain you know, the mechanics of why things were the way that they were just in one morning we had technology. A, we had a fire alarm go off at 6am. Mm -hmm. We did. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Man, it was I missed, connected because one of the, one of the grace kids rooms was like a blazing furnace. It was like a hundred <laughs> degrees in there. From what I understand, it is a room that we do not currently use. Yeah, right. Right. Thank kids are Lord. fine. Yeah. But it tripped the fire alarm because the furnace, oh. it was kind of whatever hot air was supposed to be coming into the auditorium was not coming <laughs> was into the auditorium. Right into that room. Going into one room. So <laughs> really it was yeah. like a, Oh man, that sounds so yeah. We went, we went into, to the sanctuary or when I was walking out, I was like, uh, this can't be right. Someone said it got down to 58 in yeah. there. So is that like perfect for you? Are you kidding? <laughs> You know what though? So you can just bundle like never ending bundle. I, I, I felt like I, I felt bad because my team was freezing, but I was back in uh, the broadcast room, yeah. which is usually, oh, yeah, it's usually freezing like cold. Yeah. I wore tons of layers that yeah. Sunday morning, but so it was, ready. it was warm back there by comparison, <laughs> yeah, by comparison, yeah. by comparison, my, the electric guitar player, poor Jeremy was wearing his winter coat on stage at the 915. <laughs> oh, oh, I know. Was man. So cold. When I got up to preach, I literally was so cold. 
I just, I couldn't concentrate. I was trying so, the first whole page of my, of my sermon, I don't, I didn't know what Words was happening. Words were coming out of your mouth. And I kept thinking like, Barry, you've got to focus right now. You're saying <laughs> so things, cold. but you're talking, you're talking to yourself in your head right so now. It was, it was in the fifties all the way through church. No, by the just end of my the message, it, it heated up. So like by the end of the service, it was. It got up to 63 nice. by the end of the 915 service. So if you, oh. if you were part of that Ball 915 service, first of all, hats off to you. Major applause for sticking it out through Don't the act like your big shot. I see Tundra. Um, Richard Mergulio was able to yeah. do everything he yeah. could, everything in his power to fix it by eleven. But in that span of like I'd say nine thirty to ten a.m., we had to decide: yeah. are we going to go through with eleven o'clock, or are we going to find a different location for mm. eleven o'clock? So we set up room one seventy one where we had Good Friday last year. We set that room up as a backup room just in case complete with like musical instruments and everything chairs everywhere just in case the furnace did not get fixed by 11 and then you never used it that's right right okay it was quite a sunday yeah. that was right about the time i was driving mayhem Through, yeah it was just wow. crazy just pure craziness yeah yeah um so everybody was at 11 and warm and yeah comfy. 11 o'clock you would never would have known that there was a problem <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah all right yeah it we was wild it. but we, we made, made it. it all right speaking of made it Oh. We're ready to talk about week number two of our oh, sermon yeah. series, virtual reality. That's right. Uh, Barry, you're here because you gave the message and because you're a co-host. A co-host <laughs> of the show. Um, so tell us, you know, last week we talked about um, week number one being we are on a mission. Yes. When it comes to our digital lives. And so week number two, what was kind of the big idea behind the sermon? Yeah, the big idea. We're This one was all about uh, the content that we consume and- Garbage. <laughs> garbage and essentially how how what we bring into our minds the things that we think about the things that we dwell on those are the things that shape the people we become and so we as as people on a mission in the digital world in the name of Jesus we've got to be way more intentional than we often are when it comes to what we're shoveling into our minds yeah and so the the principle the sort of biblical principle for technology that i uh focused on is garbage in garbage out that yeah. principle just to kind of something a little bit more memorable to uh to hang on to to remember that if we <laughs> shovel garbage into our mind we will likely be people that spew garbage into the world that we live in <laughs> so um okay shovel and spew <laughs> <laughs> every, time, more every time, every time you said shoveling garbage into, I thought you were going to say mouth. And so oh. uh, I kept thinking about like my diet, like my, what I was yeah. eating. Yeah. You did say you are what you eat. eat. Yeah. 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 Um, all right. So you focus mostly on Colossians three. Yes. Um, verses one through 10. And it says there that we need to put on our new nature and set our sights on the realities of heaven. That's paraphrasing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, then it goes on to tell us a, a lot of things we shouldn't do. Right. And so it's like, put on new nature, set our sights on the realities of heaven. And by the way, don't do all these things. Right. The don't, sinless. Don't be greedy. Don't be full of rage. Right. That kind of thing. And so what should we be doing instead? Well, that's what he gets into later in the passage, yeah. which um, again, I, I get into that later in the, in the message, but basically he's saying like, instead of that, be who you are in, in Christ, be your new nature, which is versus, you know, 12 through 15. It's like, be humble and merciful and kind and gentle and forgive each other. Like those are the things that's the alternate of the sort of living freely, doing whatever 
you feel like doing. It's like, no, be this person because mm. that's who you already are in Jesus. Yeah. I made a big deal about the whole tense of the of the words here. He he's talking as if we already are a new <laughs> creation. It's not just about avoiding who we used to be. It's about becoming who we already are. Yeah. So that's that's the alternate alternate. And you said um we should think towards the thing of heaven. That's um, Freneo. That's what that word means. Freneo. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, okay, so I was thinking through your sermon and you answered this directly as I was thinking it, but I wanted to write, I wanted to ask it because I want, I, I like, I like where you went with it. And it's, it, you said, if we have already been saved through Christ, why does it matter what we think about? And why is it important to me? I was like, well, okay, well, if I've already been saved, like, why isn't, right. why should it be important for me to stand out or think differently to other people digitally? Right. right. Well, I mean, kind of what I was just saying because of, the fact that we have been saved, we have been in, in God's eyes, we are a new trans transformed new creation. Like, because that's who we are. If we think about things that drag us away from that, it, it's like, we're, we're going backwards. If we, if we get dragged back to the person we used to be, we are undoing the work of God like that mm. or the work of Christ on the cross. Like that's to me, it's, a, it's, a, it's deeply important that we, set our sights. Like Paul says that we move towards, uh, the person that we already are in him and not just allow, you know, whatever. Yeah, sure. We've got freedom. I mean, in first Corinthians, Paul's like, yeah, every, everything's permissible for me, but not everything's a good idea. Like it's not yeah. always a good thing. <laughs> so sure. You can think about yeah. whatever you want and yeah, you'll be forgiven for your sins, but like it will have an effect on the person you are. And there's bigger things, more important things than just what you want to do. Like the mission to transform the world that yeah. God's given us. I liked it how you said, because you're on mission, right. this should this should matter to you. Right. If you weren't on mission, then yeah, okay, well, yeah, but, do what you want. But you're you've been saved and you are on mission, like we talked about last week, and so right. therefore, this, all this stuff should start mattering. Um, okay, you said that adding to the filth is not an option; it should not be an option for us. What did you mean by that? Well, this gets back to that, that dichotomy of, of, you know, in, into the world that we are, we are sent into the world, but we're not of the world. If we are, uh, no different in our behavior online in the digital space, like if we're, if we don't look any different from everyone else in the world, then our message is, is, has no oomph. It has no teeth. It's like, how, why would anybody care what we have to say about Jesus or faith or anything if our lives are indistinguishable from the rest of the world. Mm -hmm. Like, I think it's very important that we are different, that we look different and not just in the, again, this is not just about like holier than thou behavior modification. It's not just about like being nice and clean and tidy people that like, I'm talking about like in a time of hate, if we're not people of deep, profound love and grace, then we've missed something, you know, in yeah. a time of violence, if we're not people of peace, then, then we've missed something. So it's about being set apart being different so that we have something to offer and, and the message of Christ actually has some, something backing it yeah. uh, in our world. For me, it's so hard to misinterpret um, being on mission with, like we talked about last week, like withdrawing, because as you're right. talking about the filth and the garbage in garbage out, it's so easy to be like, all right, well, I'm going to be, I'm going to show everybody that I'm not a part of it by withdrawing. And I'm, mm. I don't have anything to say about that. And, um, yeah, Marin, what do you what do you tend to do when you see like your friends or your family, like on social media specifically, or or they talk about, I don't know, their their habits online or whatever? What what do you tend to 
what's your behavior like um, when it comes to consuming different types of content? You mean cooking shows? Is that what you, is that your garbage? <laughs> That's the garbage in. <laughs> and it's garbage out because I make what I watch. So yeah, garbage okay. in, is garbage that, out. Is that, is is that, that garbage you... though? I don't know. It depends on the it cooking It depends show. on who you ask. So we, we watch YouTube on our TV at home. And uh-huh. for many, many years, we were just signed in under Jed's name, even though yeah. every one of us has a YouTube profile. And mm-hmm. he gets so mad all the yeah. time. Like, why don't you sign in as yourself? You're messing up my algorithm with cooking <laughs> yeah. shows. Yeah. All he's getting yeah. is cooking shows. Yeah. So, so, okay. So that, that's kind of what I was asking last week. Like, man, I just want to watch golf videos and, (laughs) and smoked meat videos. Why, uh, what, if, if, if I'm watching a bunch of people kind of like cannibalize themselves, garbage in garbage out. And like, they're becoming like dead versions of themselves where it's like that, that's, they're just doom scrolling. And they're, you know, if me withdrawing feels like I'm at least leaving it alone and I can be healthy. Like mm. what, why can't I do that? I know I asked this last week, but yeah. I'm still concerned. Yeah, I've, I've done this a couple of ways. Well, not a couple of ways. There's one person I can think of from my church back home that was just posting things that was just so unbecoming and frankly, pretty shocking. Like yeah. you, yeah. <laughs> her name was Mary. You Mary, not you. Yeah. So, so what do you do? So I, I messaged Mary. Oh, you did? I did. <laughs> okay. And it wasn't like a scathing, you know, I'm going to show her, you know, yeah. who's boss or mm-hmm. whatever, but it really was just kind of, since she claims to be a believer and is a believer, I know that she is. Mm. So it was me pointing to scripture saying, where do you, how do you, <laughs> how do you justify some of the things that you said in light of what we know to be true in scripture and what we know, how we know Jesus told us to behave, just engaging her in a very, cause she's much, much older than I am. She's mm. I'm respecting my elder, but I'm trying to do it in, in a way that is thought provoking. Um, while I've had other friends who would have seen what Mary posted and blocked her and unfollowed her. And right. to me, I don't yeah. want to do that because I don't want to live in an echo chamber. I don't want to, you know, live in a vacuum and not see opposing opinions. I want mm-hmm. to be able to, to kind of, I don't know. Um, I want to be aware. I want yeah. to be aware of the different uh, thoughts and opinions that yeah. are around me. And if it's egregious, like Mary's was, then I want to have a conversation. Yeah. I want to have a thoughtful conversation. And she was kind enough to engage in that conversation with me. Nobody blocked anybody. Mm -hmm. Nobody lost a relationship over it. Mm -hmm. You know, was she receptive at all? Yeah. Did she respond? Yes. Really? Yeah. She apologized. Whoa. Okay. That's good for her. (laughs) Yeah. Because all I'm thinking about is like, man, we're staring down the barrel of the 2024 election. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I'm about to see a bunch of stuff that from people I love that I don't agree with, or I wish People weren't going back and forth and uh, sharing links that I don't want to read or whatever. Like I'm about, we're about to all mm. kind of be in this soup of the yeah. American election. And so how do we gently progress toward into that? And it sounds like you're, you're, you've got the confidence to do that at least with some people. Yeah. And I, I wouldn't expect such a, 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 a peaceful response from everybody. Yeah. Um, and I think frankly, I was surprised I got a peaceful response from Mary, but I yeah. it sounds so cliche to say I really prayed about it, but I did, yeah. you know? Um, yeah. Cause I love her and yeah. don't want to lose a relationship and felt like it was, felt like it was raised to the level where it, it invited a dialogue. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that that happened that way. There's I think, w- oh, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> 
All right. All right. I was going to say, I think there's, there's also kind of a, maybe a bit of a smaller and yet still important way that we can reverse this a little bit. Um, rather than just withdrawing, if we are intentional to let's say TikTok, we're going to be on TikTok. If we're intentional to go after and look for the, the things on TikTok that do kind of point our minds towards heaven, the things of heaven, uh, whether that be, you know, I don't know, biblical content or Christian stuff, or whether it's like even non-Christian stuff, but it's about bridge building or it's mm. about finding common ground. Cooking like, shows. Cooking shows. If we are... <laughs> Are, are telling the algorithms like, Hey, this is, I want to see more of this. I want to engage with this. I want to share this with my friends. That is a very small way to, to be engaged and yet not be just shoveling garbage in. Yeah. Right. So that, that helps you personally, cause it helps to transform a little bit of what you're seeing, but it also, I think can play a part if, if enough of us were to say, this is the kind of stuff we love. We love seeing mm -hmm. it when, when people build bridges, <laughs> you know, when, when people on opposite yeah. political sides of the aisle, like find common ground. Like that's what I want to see more of. That's probably a little bit unrealistic mm. to hope for, but yeah. we could lead the way in that as the church. Mm. So in light of this, in light of Colossians three, how, how can Christians specifically develop a discernment to differentiate between beneficial and harmful content? Mm -hmm. Well, this gets to that question. We talked about it last week on the podcast, but there's a question of like, let's just look at the content I'm thinking about for myself. Does this thing that I'm about to watch or that I'm currently watching, does it, does it, does it make me more like Jesus or less like Jesus? I may be in the world, but I'm, I'm not, not of it. Of it. <laughs> <laughs> like and that, Barry, that, you said one of your goals for this, this, season of the podcast is not to react to every single one. No, I didn't so react far, to everyone. Oh, maybe I have so reacted, to everyone. reacted to everyone. What can I say? It's, it's really hard not to. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's one of the ways that we could do this is yeah. to, is to, um, yeah, just be thoughtful and intentional in, in what we are seeing mm -hmm. and Paying attention to how it changes us. Game the system is what you game said. Game the yeah. system. That that's yeah. Game the system by telling it you want it to. You want the algorithms to show you more of this thing or that thing that mm -hmm. is actually going to make you into a more, um, yeah, loving person. So uh, the specific example that I I I keep coming back to like politics just because it is an election year. But one of the things that I've noticed even in my own algorithm is that. And I'm sure, and I'm positive this is this is the case for people on the other side of the political aisle. There is a whole cottage industry of people on TikTok who do like man on the street interviews of yeah. people on the other side of the political aisle, and they always just look like morons. Yeah. And you're just like, I can't believe anybody's this stupid, right? It's being idiots. They're being idiots. And you're like, and so you watch them, and it's almost like like a train wreck. You can't look away. You keep watching. And then the algorithm's like, got it. I'll show you more of that. Mm. And it keeps showing you those videos. And like, so I I've been working on skipping by those now to try to undo what the algorithm has. Cause yeah, I'll admit like it is kind of, you're like, yeah, I can't believe people are that stupid. And, and it like makes mm. you feel better about yourself. At least I'm not that stupid. And you're comparing yeah. your best to their worst and it's all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's not making me more loving. It's not making me more accepting. It's not making me more anything like Jesus. It's making me more uh, judgmental, more hate-filled, more frustrated. And so mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, I, I've got to show the algorithm that that's not what I want to see. And I, yeah. but it's, that takes discipline. 
Cause it's the thing that you want to see. It's like, <laughs> yeah. it's pushing all the right buttons. So you have to, you have to be intentional. Yeah. You get, you actually gave us three steps or three things to do. Yeah. Number one, let's focus on that first. Yeah. Know yourself. Know yourself. And if you understand your own brokenness, you'll understand the garbage attempted to being shoveled in uh, sure. into your brains. But the stuff you're going to be, yeah, most likely to. But this this boils down to like understanding your own brokenness. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. And how do we expect people to do that? It, hey, <laughs> that's a big part of following Jesus, I think. Yeah, I, I completely agree. But if if I'm like, hey, man, you got to know yourself to myself. I'm like, oh, wow. Because as soon as you said that and you you started talking about video games, right? Sure. Um, right. My brokenness is grasping for control. Mm. So I know that something's not right. If I can sense myself trying to uh, control my circumstances. So <clears throat> I try to find things that I can control. For example, last year I, I would find myself getting pretty rage filled. I would get angry quickly, specifically at my kids. And um, the rest of my life felt like it was kind of like spiraling out of control. And I'd, I had to surrender everything else to either the Lord or somebody else. And the home, my home was the only place where I tried to, you know, try to make sure that I was still in control and it manifested itself in getting really angry and really uh, feeling like I was slighted or disrespected in my, in my house. And so that's my brokenness is mm -hmm. when I can sense myself grasping and trying to control my circumstances when really all I, what I need to be doing is surrendering. And so when you said know yourself, I'm like, oh yeah, that's my thing. Mm -hmm. that my sure. thing is I know that something is wrong when I, when I'm getting angry or sure. full of, full of anger. Um, because it's usually, it usually comes down to me trying to get control of something. Mm -hmm. And, um, I just don't, I, it's taken a lot of work for me to get to that place. I where it's like, say, I understand you? that. How'd you learn that about yourself? Well, I've had a lot of like relationships with believers. I've had therapists. I've had uh, friends. I have a wife who is happy to tell me that I'm broken <laughs> and, uh, or show show point out places like there, I, the, uh, time comes to mind where, um, I was speaking to a, a, a therapist last year and, and she was, she pointed this out and I was like, oh man, this, it, it almost like took a veil mm. off. Yeah. And I was like, that makes complete sense because there was once a time where if, if I felt slighted in the least, I would try to be, try to like show, show that I'm smarter or better or whatever, yeah. uh, than, than the people around me. But it, it took a lot of one-on-one -on -one time with other people that I trusted, that I loved. It took a lot of like introspection. It took a lot of understanding through study, um, yeah. through scripture, through understanding what God thinks about me. Um, but that that's not something that I could learn in a four-week sermon series sure. about virtual reality. That's no, something that's like that, a lifestyle. Yeah, that's a something I, I've yeah. spent 10 years or more doing. And yeah, um, yeah so I, 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 my initial question is, how do we expect people to do that? Yeah. I, I, I really think what it takes is it takes honesty with yourself and, and the willingness to keep exploring and, and keep asking that question of how am I broken? Because, and, and also it just takes time. You just have to know yourself over time. You get older, you learn your own patterns, your own habits, your own hangups and stuff. Uh, like for me, I mentioned video games and my, you know, addiction and, and things like that to video games. Well, if I was 
really going to spell it out, I would say, yeah, back in college, I realized, Ooh, I have a bit of a problem with self-control because I will go a little, you know, too much of a good thing. I will spend way too much time playing video mm -hmm. games. I need to be careful of that brokenness. Well, fast forward years later. And now I would say, Oh no, my core brokenness is actually that, uh, I, I think at my heart of hearts that everyone <laughs> will like me, but no one will love me. And so all of a sudden I'm like, and when I'm feeling Anyway, isolated, lonely, or, 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 or something like that. What do I do? I self-medicate by having mm. too much of a good thing yeah. like video games. And so, so it's like layers, it's the same thing, but it's just layers and layers more deep where it's like, oh, that's what yeah, it's actually the video about. games is a symptom. Exactly. Exactly. So it's just, it, it's a journey, but you have to be willing to keep acknowledging your brokenness, seeking out your brokenness, being humble to, to yeah, do that digging. It's not fun. No. No, it's not fun. And it's of the three, we're going to get into the other two in a second, but of the three, for me, that's like by far the hardest one to come to grips with. Yeah. Like it's easy for me to know the enemy. All right. I can blame something else so like my enemy and I'm against it and all that stuff. Um, I can, I can certainly try to be intentional, but when it comes to knowing myself, I know myself pretty well, but it's, it's a really hard thing to do to do when it comes to, oh, I'm on mission. Yeah. I'm on a mission and it and the brokenness is getting in the way of that. And how do I overcome that yeah. responsibly or in a healthy way? And I, and I do just want to reiterate again that, that knowing yourself is not just about the negative. It's not just about the brokenness. It's also about the mission. It's the yeah. unique wiring. It's the way that God has, has gifted you. It's your spiritual gifts. It's all like your passions. Your, there, there is a, there is a version of you that is fully invested in exactly what God has called you to be. Who is that person? Know yourself because when you know that person, then you know what you're striving towards. You know what you're moving towards. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, we have a friend who uh, is going through some stuff and um, that's another thing that I, I sent them a message and I said, you know, one of the things that helps me know myself is I try to understand what lie I'm telling myself that day. Yeah. So for example, I'm not a good dad. I yelled at my kids last night and that must mean I'm not a good dad. Well, that's not true, but that's the way I feel. So I may try to self-medicate through doom scrolling or whatever. It's just trying to like zone out for a while and whatever, whatever right. the thing is. Um, so if that's the lie, I've tried to be intentional about going to scripture actually and mm. figuring out what God says about that thing. So mm. if the, if the lie I'm telling myself is, you know, I, I, I'm, a, I'm not a good dad. Um, then I go to the, I go to where it says that God has called, like God will be the judge of me, not other people. And I, I think everybody else is, is looking, looking on the outside, looking in being like, he must be a bit really bad daddy yell at his kids about these things or whatever. And, um, and so I try to find the truth of what the Bible or scripture says about me and my character and who God's created me to be versus mm -hmm. the way I feel. And so I don't know if that's what you're talking about either. Cause, um, a lot of times it's easy. It's easy to focus on the negative. Like mm -hmm. you were saying. Yeah. Right. And, and I want to give Marin a chance to respond because we've been dominating <laughs> the conversation, but that's just because my wheels are turning so fast. Oh uh, yeah. But last thing I'll say, w just what you said though, going to scripture for me, that like core brokenness of like, every, you know, everyone will like me, but no one will love me. Like the, the, the path forward for me through scripture was the recognition of, but God loves me and that's enough. Yeah. Even if everybody hated me. Yeah it's enough that, that my creator 
yeah. loves me. And yeah. so that's my path towards healing and, yeah. and in that. So go ahead, Marin. <laughs> how, do you, how do you know yourself, Marin? Where do I begin? How do I know myself? Same thing. I just looked up the scripture um, in Proverbs where there is no guidance, a people fail mm. or a people falls, but in an abundance of counselors, there is safety. In an abundance of counselors. When you were sharing your story and Barry, I know that that's a huge part of your story. The people who have come alongside you, iron sharpens iron and yeah. helped you even... Wounds from a friend are better than kisses from an enemy. Even, mm -hmm. even those friends that helped you realize and discover hard truths about yourself. That's that multitude of counselors. Yeah. You didn't just go to one therapist. You know, you had multiple friends and pastors mm -hmm. and therapists and, and all, all the sort working together mm -hmm. to help you discover the truth about who you are. And I, I have a lot of that in my story too. Um, but even most recently, we were talking last week in a meeting, you led us through an exercise uh, in Isaiah yeah. where uh, basically the, the Israelites ran to the wrong place for safety because they were af afraid of their big, bad enemy. Right. And you asked us as pastors, how, how do you see this in your life? What, what are you, what are you tempted to run to for safety? Yeah. Who, who is the enemy and yeah. what do you feel like is bearing down on you? And as I thought about that, you know, the enemy was me. <laughs> oh, interesting. <laughs> was me and my my uh, my temptation to think that I can just work my way out of any problem. If mm. I just work work harder, yeah, you know, I'll I'll draw closer to God if I just work more, which is not <laughs> classic happening. Yeah, <laughs> it's not going well for me. Um, but yeah, like I. I don't think I, I struggle a lot with the almighty algorithm as much as right now I'm currently struggling with the almighty self who just wants mm. to be a workaholic. That's yeah. me. <laughs> okay. That's how I know. No. And this whole, um, this, this sermon in particular, I, I, I've got like meta big questions about what is real life. Like, is this even real life? Are Whoa. we living in virtual reality? <gasps> That's why I've been so silent because I'm over here struggling, Barry. Wait, this are you is actually really wondering hard, this? you guys. No, like, I'm serious. Because Colossians- wait, Like, you think maybe this is all just a simulation? Mm, 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 Do you think mm. this is a simulation? I don't know that it's a simulation. Brains I read Colossians. Colossians <laughs> said, uh, for yeah, you just... died to this life and your real life uh -huh. is hidden with Christ and God. Right. My real life. New King James. This is not real life. My real life yeah. is hidden with Christ and God. So then I had to look up that word hidden because that was mm. bugging me. Mm. Why would he hide my life in Christ in God? Sure. But what it translates to in, in that scripture, as far as I can tell, is laid up. Your real life is is kind of hidden it's, away. It's not, up, not hidden, right. concealed from sight, but like protected, yeah. laid up, held, kept, stored. Yeah. Your real life Wrapped is- Wrapped for Christmas. Hidden. It's like- with Christ. Yeah. So that brought me back to the scripture about storing up treasures in heaven. Yeah. And there was so much similarity between like put on this and avoid that. Yeah. In what was this? Was that in Matthew? I don't know. I've read so many scriptures today. Anyway. And then I started to humble brag. Really? Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. Um, I'm trying to relate you know, I that. I have attended church several times. <laughs> <laughs> several times. Yes. Okay, so if my real life is hidden with Christ and God yeah. and I'm storing up treasures in heaven, how does that apply to, again, what I'm engaging in? Yeah. How can I use the almighty algorithm or the things that I engage in in digital media to store up those treasures to, yeah. again, uh, what did you say? 
move toward, yeah. uh, toward the things of heaven. This right. can be an avenue for that. So am I using it for that? Right. For my real life, which is laid yeah. up with Christ, yeah. you know, in God. I don't know. Think about it this way. If you, if, if, uh, somehow whatever new creation looks like exists outside of our current space time continuum, then, and you are there with Christ in the now of whatever that new reality is, then you are currently watching yourself have this conversation and you're sitting there with Jesus and you're evaluating yourself thinking, Oh man, I can't believe I watched that whole TikTok," and, and then watching the, you know, yourself and you're like, actually, that was a really good choice, right? That's the simulation. <laughs> I'm just going to take a little snooze. <laughs> Sorry. That's where my mind went as you were talking about living in a simulation. Go ahead. All right. So that's know yourself. Step two. <laughs> Step two is know your enemy. Yes. And uh, who is our enemy in this case? Well, as I made clear in the message, yes, we are up against the evil one. Uh, who wants nothing more than for Christ followers to be ineffective, sitting on the sidelines, contributing to the garbage like that. That's a win for him. If we can just kind of be just absolutely a dud on the world stage <laughs> as as our society yeah. rips itself to yeah. pieces, then, you know, mission accomplished as far as he's concerned. But specifically, one of the enemies that we are facing that is very powerful in our world currently are the algorithms that that are so often, you know, driving so many of the technologies that we use. And, and I mean, Marin, you, you understand algorithms, right? Like was, was the way I described it, did it make sense? Like, yes, because one time, uh, one time I clicked on a Harry Styles like video yeah. and then the algorithm thought I was a huge fan oh, and yeah. then flooded me with Harry Styles videos for like a couple of months. But again, I would scroll past it cause I don't want to see that guy just dancing around. That's not <laughs> the music I'm yeah. into. Yeah. And eventually the algorithm got the picture and yeah. I no longer see right. videos of Harry one Styles. Time, on that's all it took. One time. And then I was just cool stuff. inundated with yeah. stuff that was not cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> all it takes. Yeah, you explained time. it very well. Thanks. All right. Uh, do you guys find it funny that on like on TikTok, every now and then, if you're like scrolling for a while, it'll just show you something like really, really random. It's like just to see here's some, just here's see some cute puppies. Here's a, a, a rescue farm in, yeah. in Ohio. Here's a selfie taken by an Uzbekistani man with his car. You interested in that? <laughs> and you're like, no. It's like, oh, okay, all right. I'll check uh, back in a while. <laughs> I never <laughs> in a million years would have gotten into some of the things that I'm into just like who knew that I like watching large boats get launched into the water. <laughs> the algorithm <laughs> knew. The, the algorithm, algorithm knew. knew. I just will sit there and scroll and watch like these giant yeah. freight boats yes. get launched into the water. Hey, my brother-in-law got really into um, hoof trimming. <laughs> yeah, I've seen hoof yeah, I've seen some of that. I guess it's hoof satisfying talk. or something, but like, yeah, just peeling away the Short layers hooves. of overgrown hooves. <laughs> yeah. That's a thing that yeah, you can get yeah. into. It's satisfying. <laughs> so yeah, between the boats getting launched into the water and the boats like trying to go up like really big waves, and I'm like, oh, they're not gonna make it. <laughs> Is this because of your I'll fear of the dark, and, the dark waters? Yeah, I'll Is that just sit why? there and watch that for hours. <laughs> Mine is pasta grannies. What is I, pasta uh, grannies? I encourage. <laughs> all of you to go look up the pasta granny, uh, no. show it's, I don't know. It's, it's the thing that I scroll past and whenever it comes to the pasta granny stuff, I'm like, yeah. Oh, cause I just want to watch oh, so an Italian a, grandmother person. make yeah. pasta by hand. It's not like a group of people. It's a show, it's a show. called right. pasta grannies. Right. Can't find our show, but you can. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So the enemy is the algorithm. How do we beat it? Well, how do we beat the enemy. How do we beat the pasta grannies? Well, we, <laughs> 
we have to, like I was saying, we have to game the system because the algorithms are completely dialed into human behavior. Again, they're not trying to do anything nefarious. All they're trying to do is make you more engaged. And yeah. unfortunately, because we're humans, the things that most engage us are rage, outrage, yeah. fear, uh, boats you know, going into hatred, the water. boats, big, <laughs> like, have you, have you seen how many people will find like a perfect, like sheet of ice and then throw it on the ground and shatters it. And it's <laughs> no. like for my male audience, have you seen that? It's, no. and it's so true. Cause every yeah. time I'm like, Oh, that was great. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. They just, these algorithms will, will give us, and this isn't, by the way, it's not just TikTok. This is also Instagram and Facebook and and like things that you wouldn't even think about the fact that like algorithms are, are deciding like how video games are going to be made. Um, you probably, you probably know secondhand (laughs) Marin that, that video games today, uh, have this thing called the battle pass. Like so many of them do where basically if you play more you get these rewards, like a new skin or a new gun or a new thing. And yeah, you know better than most. I do. And what they want you to do is to pay to get a boost for the battle pass. And then you can get, get more stuff faster, but you have to keep playing. And they have dialed that in to the exact perfect amount where like right before you think, ah, man, I I guess I should be done for the day. Reward. And you're like, well, I could play some more and get the (laughs) next one. And it is absolute (laughs) like cocaine for the mind. And so that's another example. Like it, it's not just a a mindless feed that you're scrolling by, but the algorithms have dialed it in Mm. to know exactly what reward to give you exactly when, so that you will keep playing. It's, it's all over. Perfect for kids. It's a great, again, we're putting four-year-olds in the coal mines by allowing our kids to just have complete uh, exposure to all this stuff. Um, So how do we, how do we beat it? Uh, We game the system is one step. We, we intentionally show the algorithm. This is what I want to see more of. And it, it takes discipline. And and this is what I want to see less of. Like you have to scroll past the things that you know are not making you more like Jesus. And you have to have to go looking for the things. And I tried to give a list of a few ideas of places that you could go, but you like, you got to show TikTok, for example, like I want to see more stuff about biblical interpretation. That's what I would be into. Or like, I want to know more about archeology. span I want to know like whatever it is, that's going to make your mind think more about things that are hopeful and positive and loving. Yeah. uh, Yeah. Um, And I, I threw this out there for like Instagram and Facebook. Um, It's easy because there's so many nonprofits in the world. It's easy to just scroll right on by what a lot of nonprofits do, but it is common practice every for every nonprofit to be regularly posting stories uh like especially our our partners you mm-hmm. know mission to ukraine nehemiah vision ministries you name it they're constantly posting stories of like this is a person that just was transformed by the love of jesus in haiti or ukraine or whatever and like it's tempting because it's not something that that triggers the reward center of your brain to just skip right on by but like if you teach the algorithm i want to see these stories and you read the stories and you comment and you like it it's going to show you that one that's going to show you them higher up in your feed the next time you come to Instagram or whatever. So the only thing that would make it better is if they were on a boat getting launched into the water, telling the story. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's an opportunity or there. making pasta by hand. Yeah. Should we do a podcast on a boat getting launched <laughs> yeah. at some point? Yeah. It's yeah. gotta be big though. The boat's gotta be really yeah. big. Yeah. Um, all right. So that's number two. Anything else about knowing your enemy? I just thought it was interesting. And I don't know if you did this on purpose, but you talked about the algorithm 
basically promoting outrage and fear yes. and lust and consumerism, yeah. which is almost identical to the list of sins in Colossians three. Yeah. Kind of did that. I kind of did it intentionally, but then I added a couple more that were like consumerism. Mm-hmm. Paul doesn't mention, but well, he does mention greed. greed. Right. So I just put him in modern terms, but yes, yeah. that's exactly it. it. Those are the things that are. But that, that was enlightening to me hmm. because the algorithm is pushing in our faces and down our throats, the exact things that we are told to avoid. Right. Right. Because they drag us away from who Mm -hmm. we're meant to be. Um, Yeah. I don't have thought. Keep going. I I can't remember what I was going to say. Go ahead. The third thing um, was be intentional. So number one, know yourself. Number two, know your enemy. Number three, be intentional. And so who do I want to be in this digital world? Who is God calling me to be? Yeah. Um, Can you expand a little bit about what, what, what did you mean about be intentional? Yeah. I just, this is, this is just, if these algorithms are constantly on alert, ready to do what they're created to do, but we are only occasionally alert and we are only occasionally thinking intentionally about what we're looking at and what, then, then we stand a much higher chance of being taken advantage of or dragged away or shoveling garbage in, uh, by the things that we look at. We have to be intentional and be constantly like, paying attention to what we're seeing. And it's like, that's the hardest thing to do when you're like, I'll talk about this, this coming weekend, but like Instagram, I mean, I mean, TikTok is the biggest time suck and it's, and you don't realize it. Like I, I was on a, a a bus ride to and from a place um, when I was traveling out to British Columbia earlier this year or last year. And on the way out, I was like reading a book. I was listening to a podcast and it felt like a 40 minute, 40 minute ride on the way back. I just, I was kind of tired. So I was like, I'm just going to be on, on TikTok on the way back. And I looked at a couple of videos and we were there mm. and I was like, wait, how did that just happen? It was the fastest 40 minutes of my entire yeah. life because I just watched video, 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 video. Mm-hmm. And it, it, yeah. So that was not, I was not being intentional in that mm-hmm. moment. And um, yeah, so that's what I mean by being intentional. Mm-hmm. Doesn't that, doesn't being intentional, doesn't everything just come down to that? Being just intentional. Be, in, be intentional, <laughs> yeah. be aware, pay attention. Uh, be intentional with like your input and output. I mean, I guess that's yeah. like garbage in garbage out. Is, well, but- it, it is, it all does all come down to that. If, and when you've come to the the point of saying, yes, I want to be like Christ. Mm-hmm. Yes. I want to be freed from the things of this world. Yes. Yeah. I want to, once you're like, yes, I know that I want to be on mission. Then being intentional is the next step. I think intentional is a buzzword of today. I think the Bible would call it being alert or being watchful, mm-hmm. like not just sleeping through life. Right. Yeah. Not, yeah. Like I could ask, how do we balance, how do we balance our engagement in digital spaces with times of spiritual retreat mm-hmm. or something? But the answer is always like, well, pay attention to the being. answer is that's next Sunday. It is next Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> really? We, yeah. So we're talking about next Sunday. <laughs> Sabbath hey! and breaks and rest. Yeah. I did not do that on purpose. Which is an intentional act that you can take, which I think is important, especially for the things that are are addicting us or, or dragging yeah. us in where we can't causing ourselves. us stress. Yeah. Yeah. We talked about, we touched on that a little bit last week when you said that there was a time that Lauren took a, a sabbatical from social yeah. media. That was not her disengaging from the world. And, yeah. but, but it really was more for her own overall well being that yeah. she take a break. And that she was would paying, be a Sabbath. Cause she was paying attention to what it was doing to her mm-hmm. emotionally and mentally. And so mm-hmm. that was right. That was exactly it. Take being intentional. Yeah. I read, um, and again, I don't know if you're going to use this in any of your upcoming sermons, but Matthew six, 22 and 23, um, 
you had said, Barry, the kind of content we consume has a tremendous effect on the kind of people we become. Yeah. And that made me think about the scripture where Jesus is telling us our eye is like a lamp that provides light for our body. Mm. When your eye is healthy, your whole body is filled with light. But when your eye is unhealthy, your whole body is filled with darkness. Mm. And if the light you think you have is actually darkness, how deep that darkness is. Wow. Yeah. In light of the kinds of things the algorithm is trying to shove in front of our faces, the outrage, the fear, the lust, the consumerism, the darkness. Right. And we're consuming inwardly that darkness. Right. We might even think that we are people of the light, but really we're just so full of dark. Ooh, you want to talk about that? Talk about the fact that so much of the stuff that makes us outraged is billed as righteous anger. Mm. You're like, yeah, yeah, I'm standing on the side of of what's right and just, and that's why I'm so angry and hateful towards these people. And it's like, is (laughs) it righteous anger? Yeah. Yeah. Is it, or are you just angry? Like It was yeah. interesting the way the NLT worded that. If yeah. the light you think you have is right. actually darkness, yes. how deep that darkness is, yeah. how deceived we can become right. if we're not alert, attention, or right. intentional and aware. So what are some like, it, when it comes to being intentional, what are some of the spiritual practices or disciplines that we can employ that would help, help us guard ourselves uh, in this digital age and help us be more intentional. What are some of the spiritual practices or disciplines that would be helpful? Well, if you really want to be intentional with this specific thing, I would say take some time to do a little self-evaluation journal even. I mean, write down what are the things that I find myself most drawn to? Uh, What are the things that most awaken in me some kind of emotion that I look at? And then just do the evaluation. Does this kind of does this thing or this thing or this thing make me more like Christ or less like Christ mm-hmm. and and then start getting into the okay so now what it, that's part of being intentional again it's knowing yourself knowing your enemy doing just some self evaluation i think is a really really helpful thing yeah i also think having the counsel of many like you talked about having people to hold you accountable having people that you can talk to about whatever it is you might be struggling with in the digital world or um just behavior patterns that you want to change um that could mean, you know, getting a therapist or hiring some kind of professional counselor, or it could mean having somebody in a small group or a close friend or a pastor that you talk to about these things. Um, just not being uh, isolated as you, yeah. uh, as you seek to practice. Yeah. I have I, practices. Oh, I, I, I tell people all the time, there's, you were talking about gratitude earlier, right? Somebody, somebody was, um, I tell people all the the time, like write down what you're grateful for Mm. because all of a sudden you're paying attention to what it is you're grateful for. So one of the things I want, I've wanted to do is start a gratitude journal Mm -hmm. and that kind of thing. I know that at the end of every day, I need to write down at least two things that I'm grateful for. Okay. So I'm paying attention now to the thing. It can't be the same. You're doing that. I'm doing that right now. Yeah. Um, another thing is, um, at the end of every day, I write down, where did I see God? Mm. Where did I see God in my life or in the life of others? Okay. If I'm just, if I'm just l- not intentional at all, I'm going to come up empty mm. in that. I'm going to come up pretty short. And, but, um, if I, if I'm choosing to be intentional and paying attention throughout the day, I can write down like here, I saw God in so-and-so's life, or I saw God in the message that I was able to send my friend or that my friend sent me or whatever. And mm. um, yeah, I, I I think being intentional for me is is 
really, it, it comes, it, it's not fun, but it's like you carve out part of your day and you're like, what am I grateful for? And where did I see God? Yeah. And um, that has helped me. I don't know if that's spiritual practices. But yeah, it that, is. That's, that's helped, awesome. Yeah, that's you're meditating. Me. Yeah. You're thinking on these things, whatever is good and pure and just, and you're thinking on those yeah. things. That's awesome. Yeah. Because it, it started because of what I was talking about earlier. It's like, I'm not happy right now. Why can't I get unhappy? Right. Or why can't I get happy again? Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, maybe I'm not grateful. And so mm. being grateful and talk and like writing out and sp giving that to God has been something that gets me out of, gets me out of that. So that's why I do it. Um, okay. So where do we go next? What are we doing? So yeah, week three is the, the principle is Sabbath breaks chains. So the idea is we're going to look at how Sabbath is, um, captured and articulated in the book of Deuteronomy and how it to the ancient Israelites is not just about not working for a week. It's about remembering the fact that they were once slaves. In other words, you are not going to be ground into dust by this life. That is what will make you as a people unique. Mm -hmm. And so I'm taking that same principle, applying it to the digital world that wants to to, to grind us into dust and have us spend our, you know, smear our lives all across the, the screen and just like, I don't know, lose ourselves in the algorithms. We have a tool in our, in our toolbox called Sabbath that meant a lot to the people of God. And it will mean a lot to us if we practice it not just a day off of work, but, uh, an intentional break from the things that want to grind us to dust. Mm, that should be a pretty easy conversation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So we're going to do that next week. And, uh, if you're new to the show, like, and subscribe on, on YouTube, Marin, you got to come find it. You gotta, you gotta like, and subscribe, make sure you do that before January 27th, where we're going to be practicing no screen Saturday. Oh, that's right. So you can watch all the, all this, all the stuff. If you, if you want to listen on no screen Saturday, no problem. You can listen, you can listen to as long as you can you activate it via voice and Alexa. don't look it up on your screen. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's you don't understand. True. I'm so legalistic yeah, on, on no screen Saturday. <laughs> um, okay. So like, and share this podcast, uh, youtube.com slash grace church. I N Marion, you're going to find it one of these I'm days. I'm going to ask my son to help right, me find yeah, it hello. since he's going to start <laughs> watching. He's a friend of the pod. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we'll be back next week until then, Marion, will you please send us out? I will do justly love mercy and walk humbly with your God. We'll see you on the other side of Sunday. 